Welcome, welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Five, four, three, two. And welcome to Pastors Live. It's a wonderful Tuesday. It is taco. Everybody getting the tacos today? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a little sad that Greenhouse Coffee doesn't have tacos anymore. That kind of makes me sad because I really did like their street tacos. But hey, favorite place to get street tacos? Does it have to be on wheels? What do you guys think? Um, Uh, Because my my favorite place to get tacos usually has wheels. It it can have wheels. It usually has wheels, but it doesn't have to. Yeah. Dave, what about you? I mean, your favorite place to get tacos? Wheels, no wheels? Uh, no wheels. No wheels? No wheels. Okay, yeah. James? The reason wheels, I no say wheels. wheels is because it's a street taco, so you get it on the street. It just makes sense. I'll okay, that makes my sense. answer. Definitely okay. has to have wheels because yes. it's a street taco. Street taco, okay. <laughs> so does not the taco doesn't have wheels, but Correct. it comes out of something with wheels. Gary, what about you? I like tacos. Uh, did, I love it. He's just, I don't care. They're just tacos. Hey, yeah. we got, we got some great go. guys in the studio. What, we got Shane. Did, did you, you give an answer? What? Where's your favorite street taco? Oh no, it's got to be—it's got to come out of something with wheels. Okay, yeah, that's. I didn't hear your me. answer. I oh yeah, yeah. No, no, that's a problem. I was oh yeah, yeah. Hey, so we got Pastor Shane. Hello. We got Pastor Dave. We got the God other guy, bless you guys. Hey. Pastor James, and then uh, we've got the other. Well, we got the other other guy. <laughs> we've got Gary Austin, the voice of the valley. We have our guard potatoes, Mister and Mrs. Potato Head, and their little one uh, Junior here. Uh, hi, I'm Ty. I forgot to introduce hey, myself Ty. yesterday. And we have a special guest just sitting in as a wonderful wallflower. We have. Uh, Tina is here today to share with us and just say she's just going to sit, be quiet. Hello. Okay, Aww. yeah. Thank you for <laughs> saying hi. You're so wonderful. Are you auditing? Is that what this? Yeah, she, yeah, she is. Yeah, she's auditing. Yeah, she's taking. She's auditing for us. Hey, we've got some wonderful things. First of all, we've got some great readings today. We yesterday was National Read Your Bible Day, so maybe we hope that you've started that. And today for you is day two of reading through the Bible for the first time. We hope that you're joining us in our uh, daily Bible reading. You can also check out our truth for you videos um online at watersprings.net and all of our social media uh we've now moved those over to reels and uh, other things and youtube shorts and they are uh they're they're actually getting a lot more traction so we're reaching a lot more people with the word of god so we're blessed by that but today is a special day for me today is also a national rainbow baby day Mm. um and i have one of those in my life that's our son benjamin uh but also my granddaughter ivy is also a rainbow baby so i we're Mm. really thankful for her and thankful for uh my son-in-law chris and my daughter jacelyn uh so blessed by those guys and everything they're doing uh but it's also uh a day that we remember those who have uh, well received acts of violence uh, based upon their their faith and so I was thinking about Hebrews earlier right remember those who are in chains as though that you are with them and so uh, it's good to take a moment and if you guys don't mind are you guys cool if I take a moment and just pray uh, for those that are like that should, are yeah. Uh, yeah let's just pray father God we mm-hmm. just pray right now for those that are around the world that are Christians that are uh, suffering for their faith Lord, those that are in uh, communist countries, those mm. that are in war-torn countries. But Lord, we also pray for those in our own backyard, uh, local uh, workers or teachers or students that are beginning to suffer 
uh, persecution because they stand up for the word of God. They hold on to a truth that is eternal, and because they hold on to that eternal truth, that they they receive uh, lashing out from other people. And so we pray over them right now, and we pray for blessing. And we pray that you would be the God of all comfort for their souls. And we ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, thanks for letting me pray for that. I just I felt that was really, really important. Uh, we got wonderful Bible readings today, but we also had a bunch of comments that came in last week. We're trying to get to those. And I know Dave's got one over there. and Or did we already get through yours? We got yours? through his. We got through yours. Yeah, we, we so, got so, James, we got, one, we got one for you. And if what is that? Is that a thesis or is that a question? It's an almost thesis. It's an almost thesis. It's okay. a sort of statement it's question. A, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's what? Do you, how do you say that? Equipment. A question. A question. It's a question. Okay. Wait. Okay. Pastor James has been sequestered. I don't, <laughs> like, no, I don't like that. Well, we are in the hot box. Uh, so yes. okay. Yeah. Go ahead, James. So this Mike comes to from... your life. Go ahead. You're on. <laughs> I'm gonna miss so, you guys. Man. <laughs> We're gonna miss you too. <laughs> this comes from Martha Fay and Will in Lava Hot Springs. What Yay! up? Hey guys. And they write: We want to encourage you to have a booth at the fair this year. We realize the decision is complicated, and the Look Up Tour was hoping to have a presence at your booth. And I know it's a lot of work. However, we truly believe that the Lord wants a Christian presence at the fair. We just can't dis, uh, concede the territory to the world when we have such an eternally valuable message. We would be happy to volunteer and visit with people about the Look Up Tour. Thank you for your consideration. You know what's really cool is that this Will Graham gospel event that's coming yeah. to the area spreads to a great area in the region. You know, yes. it also crosses some state lines. Mm -hmm. And so oh, yeah. the most exciting thing is that people are on fire for the message of the gospel. 100%. And I want to encourage you guys, call the Look Up Tour office. Although we are not going to be there this year um, at the fair, um, that was a decision that we had to make, what, eight as months ago? Yeah. And we had to make that as a team. Uh, the Look Up Tour is, they are welcome to do their, they don't need to uh, piggyback on somebody else's booth. They just need to go and get a booth and go down there. They can do that. They have everything they need to do it to, on their own. To and my so, knowledge, they are already looking into that. I sit on the the board and James does as well. Yeah. So for the Look Up yeah. Tour, um, I'm not, I, I have not been to the last meeting because I was out of town for a youth event, but I'm pretty sure, to my understanding, they are looking into getting a booth for the lookup tour. Right. And they're going to be they next right. to the world's biggest pig? Or? I, yeah. I would assume so. so. Me, and so <laughs> so I, I think for, for a moment of authenticity, right, I'm going right. to share with you guys why we made the decision we made. We have been asking for, what, four years now? At least. We've been yeah. asking for four years that they put us with the other radio stations. Mm -hmm. And they have discriminated against us and said, no, we won't do that uh, because you're a Christian station. We won't put you with the other stations. So what they do is they put us in the back 40 next to the world's largest pig, which has a speaker outside of it, which is so loud, you actually can't have a conversation with people. Mm -hmm. And we in, we're in the communication business and we want to communicate with people. And we opted to just walk away. We didn't want to get into a, right. you know, we didn't want to get into a discrimination lawsuit or anything else like that. We are a radio station. We function as a radio station. But they said, well, you're a nonprofit and and you're a Christian station. Uh, so we just said, well, then we're not going to do it until we can resolve this and we can be with the other stations. 
because we have just as much to offer as they do, and they're all in competition with each other. It's not like right. an issue. Those yeah. are just secular. It's a country station. It's this station, that station. And I don't have a problem hanging out with those guys. I love those guys. Yeah, I've, worked, I've worked in radio for a good portion yes, of my ministry yeah. life. And so I love working with other radio stations. Right. And it just got really weird for us. And so we had to make that decision to say, look, in, unless you're going to put us with the other radio stations, we can't. <laughs> come in and do that and the other part of it too is we we did have a lot of people that wanted to piggyback on our what we were doing yeah and what happened uh, for two years in a row hey we want to we want to piggyback on what you're doing and then they just left and left us with their stuff and we ended up promoting other things yeah and so gary and i had to make a decision because i don't know if you guys know this uh we're we run a pretty slim ship around here as far as uh, team goes yes sir uh, gary is actually the only employee for the radio station and so we actually it's it's three radio stations and 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 we well I guess technically we have an engineer now because we're trying to fix some yeah. things but but uh, we're it's just one of those things we had to make that call we appreciate though your comment we and we really do so we we encourage you to reach out to the lookup tour and right. encourage them to go purchase a booth and to get in there and and to talk to people about Jesus because yeah. we will be there talking to people about Jesus because I can put a whole bunch of tracks in my pocket right, and right. walk around until I get kicked out. Right. So, here's, so a, yeah. here's a thought just for future uh, discussions about having a booth at the fair, especially if you're put near the world's largest pig again. It's kind of disgraceful, uh, the intentionality behind that. But uh, Acts 5.41 came to mind. The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. Uh, amen to that. Uh, yeah, no, I cool and, little thought. And, yeah, well, and I think that's why we just we were just we were trying to be so consistent with it, and then we just got to the point where like, hey, this is a battle that we're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, right. A little bit of well, a little bit of work from their side would have really helped us out, and we, we don't want to be strenuous, right? Because yeah. Gary's the only one there to to have him strain and put in that much effort to be at the fair twenty four seven for seven days with not not very ten. much back ten days with yeah. not very much backup because. You know, people have lives and schedules and stuff like that. Um, it was just like, you know what? We're not going to force this. Yeah, we're not going to force this. Yeah. And yeah, and again, you know, we we had one year we had a great location, wasn't mm-hmm. too bad. Uh, we actually uh, filled the rev car full of stuff. We, we gave some stuff away. Which that was, was fun. That was really really great. And then whatever happened uh, to that rev car? Uh, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, James, look at the time. We're almost happened. out of time. We only have 11 minutes left. Yeah, um, so geez, what did happen to the rev car? Yeah, so. Kaboom. Yeah, so, yeah it's okay. We, we, I don't know. That that idea is just turning around in my mind right now. I just, I, it's like everything just goes upside down. It's it's just, like, yeah, everything just flips over in your head and you just let's, can't. Let's, let's yeah. ditch the whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, let's I was just so going to say it. You know, that whole yeah. conversation kind of segues nicely with one of our readings today from okay. 1 Corinthians 4 about stewardship. That's right. Good right? stewardship. And the whole, the whole <laughs> decision-making process of the fair and all that stuff, it really is about stewardship. And what we do around here is about right. stewardship. But well, we do yes. kind of kid around basically our staff is a skeleton staff not yeah we're not all skinny but you know we (laughs) we function on a pretty small scale staff for a large scale operation i think we do yeah yeah Yeah, but it it, is about stewardship what how can you get the more the the most you know cluck for your buck kind of thing well and and it's a hard thing but stewardship is really important and, but it's a stewardship of people. That's the ministry. Right. Ministry is stewardship of people and taking care of people. A lot of times uh, I, we can easily be overwhelmed just by the buildings, the building, the property, 
um, all, all that stuff. We can be overwhelmed by that. But everything we do in ministry is about people. If we forget that ministry is about souls and we start making it about programs or events or things like that, we're losing out. That's the thing with the Look Up Tour. The Look Up Tour is about souls. Uh, there's a lot that goes on to make that happen. I mean, there's a lot of things that have to happen, but it's about people. And this is all about people. And if we ever forget that ministry is about people, I think we've we've kind of, we've, we've done something wrong. It's not about all the committees. It's not about all the events. It's about people. And if we're doing something and it doesn't affect people's lives, uh, then we shouldn't be doing it. That's a great example. Pa- Pastor's Live is a great example of that. We started to just be fun and make fun of ourselves during a crisis. Right, that was all this was, and it's become something that's actually affecting people's lives. People are actually being ministered to around the country, which, to our absolute amazement, right? Uh, we've yeah, thought several times: Do we continue to do this? Absolutely, right. And I don't know about you guys, but I, I normally, um, I resign once a year. Um, I usually take a few days um, around the anniversary of ministry of some kind. And I will write a letter of resignation. I write the letter, I sign the letter, and I, I just wait and I pray for a few days and say, Lord, do you want me to continue doing what I'm doing? Because I, I can't assume I'm, I'm in this forever. I, I, I can't assume that this is, you know, I, I don't want to be so, I don't want to hold on to ministry with a closed hand. I want the ministry to be given to me with an open hand. And so if, I, if, I'm, if I'm fighting for it, if I'm not free, if I'm not free to release it, then I'm I'm gonna I'm in a dangerous place because then I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt people because it's about people. I think we do forget that everything we do is about people, True. not about events. Do it's you find so, that writing that letter is cathartic, I Paul? I didn't mean to walk over. No, not at all. No. I no, I find it absolutely necessary to write that letter annually. Um, I I find it I find it, it because I can express my heart, and there are times that that it's with tearful regret, and there's other times that it's like <laughs> come out. You're right, and and I I think oh, I've that seen that helpful. guy's reels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah, that's right. No, I, I I do. It is cathartic, um, and I I've actually started writing to other pastors um, letters, which I have found to be very helpful. You write my resignation letter? No, 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 no. That's, no, no, that's a that's a pink slip. Wait, different. did you yes, write right. mine just a month ago? No, 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 I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that management structure. You wrote that. Said, <laughs> that's a, that's a rough management structure. You know. No, I've 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 started writing. I've I've started writing to other pastors and just saying, hey, look, this is what you're going to go through. Own it. If you don't if you don't own this up front, uh, especially young pastors, um, there they, because there's I think young pastors have this expectation of ministry, like what it's going to look like, and within the next and within the next, I would say uh, on average, some of the stuff we've been looking into, um, bivocational pastors is going to become the majority of pastors in our country within the next few years. Um, and I have seen some horrific, um, like I, I've seen, I know churches that are looking for pastors, and I've seen some really horrific, like prospectuses that have done. Is that prospecti? Is it prospectuses or prospecti? Like if it's more than one prospectus, it's probably, a, I. probably I, a prospecti. Uh, Dave's looking over there like, what's he talking about? I was looking but, to the two doctors over here. Right. I, yeah. I was looking at them. I'm like, not is that a kind of, I have a bachelor's. I'm sorry. That's so, 
I've, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm is a prospecti or is it prospectuses? Uh, and but um, and now, now Doctor Dr. Runcorn over here is looking it up. Uh, <laughs> now right. she's curious. But I, as I read through those, some of them Wrong. are like she's playing Wordle. Oh, <laughs> she's playing Wordle. Uh, so, but some of them are really interesting because some of them are they're like. Oh, you need to be bivocational, and your wife needs to work in the children's ministry, and your wife needs to do the the women's ministry. And I'm like, hold on a second, you're you're looking for a two for one. That's right. You're looking for co pastors for a quarter of a salary, because you're only going to pay the pastor half a salary, and he has to have a job. His wife's going to be at home. And then he's, you know, and then so she's going to do all this other ministry for you. And I'm like, where's the church body? What's going on there? Why did we, why did, why all of a sudden is pastoral ministry all about just what the pastor and his wife do instead of what the body does? And so I found that very, very interesting. So what do we discover? What is it? Prospectus. Prospectuses. It is prospectuses. Okay. Prospectuses. Okay. I I I thought it was funnier to say prospect whatever I was saying. I can't even say it now. Insecticide. uh, Yes. But I I do think I think it's important that we realize that ministry is difficult and ministry is about people. But you know what? We need to take care of people. We need to step out and do those things. Agree. One hundred percent. So just for fun, uh, since we have a few minutes left, ministry. Let's say ministry is not an option. What is your go-to career? If ministry was not on the table. If ministry wasn't on the yeah. table yeah. and I had to do a career, yeah. I'd go back on the road as a musician. Cool. Shane? I don't know. You, I don't have any education, so I'd probably just be... Education. Pro skater. I could, I'm not good enough to be a pro skater. Look, we're imagining here. Yeah, I'm imagining my life outside of ministry, and it would probably be some grunt in a shop somewhere or in the oil fields doing something to make a buck. Straight up. Or going to yeah. school to be a truck driver again. So, Because nice. I wanted to do that when I was 18, but most insurance companies won't hire you until you're 24 as a truck driver. And so to do so long, you're, long, you're months. almost eligible to be hired. Then I'm, I'm yeah. almost, <laughs> almost, almost old enough to get a job. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah. I, I probably, I go back into probably back into the music yeah. scene. Uh, I'd probably do that. I'm, I'm getting a little old for that, but, um, or, or I would go back into education and I would, I would teach. Nice. That, that would be my other side of it. I'd go back into education. Dave, so Dave, what did you do? What would you um, do? If ministry was. It would option? either be baseball or archaeology. I would love, mm. love. I would still love to. I would. I would love to spend my last twenty years of life in archaeology. I love it. Yeah, taking That's things cool. out of How the about dirt. You. Uh, I think I'd be a vigilante. <laughs> Get a mask and the whole deal. Yep, I'd, I'd wear the spandex. I'll, I'll, I'll change my answer again. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't the would hero that we. Would it have to be on wheels or in a in a building? Doesn't matter. Okay. Not this like isn't tacos. the hero that we wanted, but it is the hero that we deserve. What about Gary? Gary, what about yeah. Gary, if you weren't in the ministry, what would you do? Uh, radio. Yeah, you got that surprise. It's not ministry radio. No, civil engineering. That's. I, I think that's I'd what like your that. actual career was. Yeah. It is yeah. right. You're a civil engineer. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's yeah, and it's like I think for me that's a hard. I mean that's actually really hard that's to think an, about. The worst question to think about. Yeah, it is because I I can't imagine doing anything but no, ministry. No way. Yeah. Um, and but uh, yeah, I the more I think about it, the more I'd say I'd probably have to go back to teaching because uh, I that's where I started my life. I started teaching music. 
I don't think I would teach music because I don't want to be married to a marching band. Oh my goodness, that was so rough. And hey, by the way, Ron, Lauren, if you're listening, I love you guys. I just, you know, Ron's the band director at Idaho Falls High School. So I just want to, I love you guys. I think it's great. But I don't know if I could do it. I don't think I could do marching band again. I don't, that was just so difficult and so loud. And so, you know, so, so I was hard. moving toward baseball. When God right. called me into the ministry. Right, yeah. And I was we moving are, towards music education. Yeah. So that's why my first answer is baseball. Because I was moving toward that. We had a family friend that worked with the Dodger organization. He was working with me and told my dad, hey, I think Dave's got it. I think this can happen for him. And then God called me into the ministry. And that was that. Yeah, that was yeah. that. You were moving toward driving truck. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then God called you in the ministry. But I was see, just trying to get God always calls people into the music industry working. and just right. save up on the side to fund that goal. And Well, and do you guys realize, though, that God has called us when we were moving, not when we were sitting still? Mm-hmm. Right. Right? There was a change of direction in right. life, not, not a, I'm just going to sit here until God gives me ministry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right? That, that's really You're weird be to sitting me. There a long time. Yeah, and I think, and I, that, and that's a hard part for me when we when we talk about doing ministry school and a Bible college and all that stuff. When we Bible school and discipleship school, we talk about that stuff. It's like, yeah, if you're not already doing ministry, why would I educate you in ministry if you're not already doing it? I think there's a there's a level. I'm just going to go and get educated, and then do the thing. Uh, I mean, there are areas in the world where I think you can do that. Like, I'm going to go get the education so I can do the job. But ministry is about people. It's about service. So if I'm not serving and doing people yeah. stuff, I, I, you know, it's always I, a call. There's always a call. Well, to ministry. and that's a, Well, I'll tell you what, man. The the book that I, I on past, on being a pastor that I was reading, that the whole, the two chapters, one on call and one on calling, uh, boy, that just undid my world. It made me start thinking: Did I force myself on the Lord, or did the Lord call me? It made me really stop and think about it. Um, and I, and I think we do need to stop every once in a while and go, Lord, have I forced myself on you or did you call me? And, and when we realize that there is a desire that he gives us, absolutely. But we see, we recognize that call. Hey, listen guys, we're out of time, but thanks guys for the, for the note. We really appreciate you guys. And if you need help, uh, getting a hold of the look up to our office or anything like that, uh, send us a note at pastors live at the rev.fm and we hope to see you at the fair. Uh, so, Hey, listen, God bless you. We're out of time for today. It is a good day. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure, Pastors Pastors Live. Live.